Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Want to talk about the NBA Finals. Toby, Yeah. before you talk about the NBA Finals, yeah. I saw this tweet, and I just wanted to uh, read it for Bucks fans. That tonight, this could be the last day we get to call the Bucks the NBA champs, and we don't know when we'll get to do it again. Enjoy the day. Rewatch Game Six. Do whatever you need to do to make it a good day. Just yeah, a reminder. Unfortunately, this is probably or could be either way. Either tonight or on Sunday night, it's going to be the last time you can call the Bucks the defending NBA champions. It's, it's coming to an end tonight. Sorry, I kind of think I, I so apologize. too. I kind of think so, too. We had Nick Costos on yesterday, and he was saying that he's hammering the Celtics minus three and a half. And I I looked this morning. I think the line has moved to four. I kind of think Warriors plus four is a hammer that, right? Like That's what I feel like. I mean, I'm not an expert like Nick Costos, but I feel like I think the Warriors have been playing better than the Celtics the last couple games, especially last game. I mean, the Celtics... You know, just just a couple question marks off of this. Will the Celtics get caught up in their foolishness that they always seem to? Are they going to sit there and complain to the refs the entire half? Because if they are, then they're going to run into problems. Are, are they going to sit there and complain all game long that they're not getting the calls? Because if they do, they're going to run into problems. Are they going to do their flopping and all this stuff? I, I could see the, the Warriors winning in that case. Uh Looking at the Warriors side of things, what's Andrew Wiggins going to do? Is he going to give you that same sort of performance that he gave you in Game 5? I don't think you can expect that much out of him. But is he going to give you something similar to that? Because if he gives you something similar to that, or at least just a little bit like that, good luck beating the Warriors. Because I can tell you one thing, you got to feel awful as a Celtics fan that you lost that game and you held Steph Curry in check. Stephen Curry did not get anything going in Game 5, and yet somehow the Warriors were able to find a way to win that basketball game. If you're the Celtics, you cannot allow the the, the Golden State Warriors to win games in which Stephen Curry doesn't play like the superhuman he can play like at times. Whenever Stephen Curry struggles, the Warriors have to lose that game. The, the Celtics have to take advantage, and they didn't in Game 5. Steph Curry didn't make a 3 That's one of the craziest stats I've heard is in all the playoff games that Stephen Curry had played in up to that point in his career, he had made a three-pointer. And then last game, game five of the NBA Finals, was the first time 
in his career that he did not make a single three-pointer. 0 for 9. I would have never thought that there'd be a game that Steph didn't make a 3, unless he left early because of injury or something. 0 for 9 from 3 for Steph, and they were still able to win. Who do you see winning tonight? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan, because... I think, obviously, this is a game that the Celtics have to win, down 3-2. What are you going to get out of Jason Tatum? Is he going to step up? Is he going to be the superstar that some people are calling him, like myself? I've called him a superstar, but he hasn't played like it necessarily in the NBA Finals. Is Jalen Brown going to give you what he's given you for a lot of the series, or is he going to give you what happened in the last game where he didn't give you a whole lot? What kind of what kind of game are you going to get out of Jalen Brown? I'd love to see Jason Tatum step up more. You know, Bart has kind of been on his case saying Jason Tatum is a very passive superstar. He's never the one initiating it. He's never the one forcing his way into being the dominant player. And I, I think you've seen that to an extent in the NBA Finals, and it's been disappointing to me as someone that I, I like Jason Tatum. You know, I don't like cheering for the Celtics. The only reason I maybe am cheering for the Celtics is because I don't want to have to pay for Wendy's for Bart. I don't want to have to buy things for Bart. But I think Jason Tatum, at times, has shown you that he can be a really special player. And this season, he was a special player, first-team All-NBA, but he sure isn't playing like it in the NBA Finals. You know, last game, he played a little bit better. He, He was actually a little more efficient with scoring the basketball, I don't know if I want to depend on him to continue doing that because I haven't seen it out of him. I haven't seen enough consistency out of Jason Tatum to believe that tonight he's going to go out there and be big for this team again. I think he can be. I think he's got all the tools, and I've seen him play on big stages before, whether it's internationally, whether it's at Duke. I've seen him play on big stages before and come through. I'm not sure why in the NBA Finals he's played so poorly. Played well in Game 5. Jalen Brown played poor in Game 5, though. So what what are you going to get? Are those guys going to be able to work together and play well together? Because if they play well together, the Celtics absolutely should be able to win, even if Steph Curry has a good game. You know, Are they going to be able to hold Steph Curry in check again? That's another question. If the, if the Celtics hold Steph Curry in check again, then you got to think that Boston's going to win this game. If there's a Game 7 going back to Golden State, I think it's pretty much a coin flip in that. I actually would favor the Warriors tonight because of how well they played in Game 5 compared to what the Celtics did in Game 5. And if they can win tonight, you're going to see Steph Curry cemented as one of the top 10 players of all time. Some of us already have him in the top 10. I think a lot of people maybe are watching this series and maybe making a judgment off of it and seeing maybe they'll they'll move him up into that top 10 if they're able to win this NBA Finals because he's kind of had to be the the really the driving force behind them winning this. I still think he's right there already. But either way, you're going to see so much talk about Stephen Curry's legacy if they're able to win this NBA Finals. And it could end tonight. could end tonight. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, let's get out to Hooper himself, Ram on the north side. Ram, what's going on, man? How you been, man? Great, great, great. Um, I, I got. I always had the Warriors in six, mm-hmm. and the only reason they didn't sweep is 
if they if we if the Warriors had had a healthy play, this has been over with. I just think when Mark Jackson made the comment that the Warriors, I would probably because they have the two best shooting guards all time, and I watch a lot of basketball. You know, so we're just not talking about guys that can shoot. We're talking about guys that can shoot. They got IQ. They can go through mm-hmm. them. Spread the floor out. But then when you add Jordan Poole to the mix, Curry doesn't have to have a great game to win. They beat the Bucks with Curry only had eight points. And Jordan Poole just went crazy on the Bucks. Remember that game? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to have someone step up. And, you know, yeah, I yeah. think that's the thing that you saw in game but five. They, is st- I don't think it's that. They're built. Like, when you look, their team is built by, with shooters. Yeah, I mean they they've got, they've got, got they guys. Got, they got, they shoot like fifty one percent from the field as a team. They've been doing that for like about seven, eight, nine years. But so even even with the shooters, I, I think you know game five depended on they needed someone to step up in Steph Curry's struggles, and they had a guy like Andrew Wiggins. And I think for the Celtics, they just haven't had that guy step up. I don't they think haven't they got even that guy. they haven't even had their stars really step up. They're t- they're young. You're going against a veteran team. Who got five core players that have one? I, I just don't see that happening. Well, and I, I got to go with vets and experience every rip. I I agree on that, and you're seeing the experience for right. the the Warriors come through, and that like w- w- then, with with right. the the Celtics, any sort of break that doesn't go their way, they're complaining, hands in the air. It seems like it kind of distracts them. Whereas well, the Warriors understand the those Warriors things. Defense. Absolutely. Um, Wiggins has been locking Tatum up. Oh, absolutely. Right. Clay Thompson been locking Jalen Brown up. Clay Thompson is a two-way player. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people don't give him his credit. He's a two-way player. He's an all-NBA player. And and Wiggins, I don't care what the media says. Yeah, he was the number one pick, but you can't control the team that you go to. I mean, look at Carmelo Anthony. He's a, he's a, a top pick, but he played with teams that were trying to build championships. Does that make him a bad player? No. Does oh, that I... mean, uh, he don't live up to expectations? You can have great numbers and still lose. Yeah. Absolutely. So we talk about this straight talent and the impact. I always felt that Wiggins had that. He just had to, you know, be with the right, right team. Look, Kim, see, my real quick question is this. I get tired when I hear the new school media not tell the full truth. Because why don't people talk about the Lakers in Boston always getting free agents to help them win titles? You don't hear that, Toby. You, you, the Lakers have got five free agents that have helped them win NBA titles and with Magic. And you never hear them. No one talk about that. Bring balance, or, you, or it makes you look hypocritical. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. if you get a top player and you put them in a winning environment, what do you think is supposed to happen? Yeah, and that's what I think what, you what got with having numbers. Look at okay, look at baseball. You got Mike Trout. He's putting up serious numbers. But yeah, but that what, team's what never is, competing. I mean, that's a good example. Right, you think the Angels really have a chance to make it to the World Series? Probably not. Probably not, no. Right, not against right. some of these other so, teams. But if you take them and put them on the Yankees, oh, man, it's, it's some problems taking place. So I think that goes the same for all the sports. But I'll just say right now the Warriors have uh, not just going to win tonight. They have built their legacy for the next wave because the next wave is going to be Wiggins, Poole, Kaminga, Moody, and, and uh, I miss somebody. Probably Looney. There you yeah. Go. They're building you, so you got to look at Myers and what they're doing, and other teams need to look at what are they doing to rebuild. Because they got a youth, they they got a bench that probably next year that can win a lot of games, and Curry and Clay and and, and Dre probably don't even have to play them as much. 
Yeah, no, that's I mean, that's, that's how you build a team, I think. They, they've done a really good job of mixing the old school with the new school guys so they can kind of have a mix of as soon as these guys that were the old regime of Steph and Clay and Draymond, when they're done, they're still going to have a good basketball team. I think they'd still... Is that how you're supposed to keep it going, though? Yeah, absolutely. They've done an incredible job, and that's why I don't think that... You know, people don't like the Warriors because of how successful they've been. It, it has nothing to do with... Oh, they bring in every free agent, or you know, but they built through the draft. Yeah, absolutely, came through the draft. The, the Golden State Warriors are a prime example of what you can do if you build teams through the draft and you do it effectively. Absolutely, you have a good scout that know how to. Find absolutely, them. Ram, appreciate it, man. Kaminga was over in Africa. Mm-hmm. Then he came to Philly. So that means they got somebody on the job. It, you know, real quick, it reminds me of Ron Wolf when he's with the Packers. He had a hundred scouts. So if there's somebody that can play some football, see, I think all sports franchises and the fan base should listen to that. You got to find talent. Me, you might have to start looking at a kid's junior in high school. Yeah, absolutely. You can pay good money. Why not? Ram, appreciate it, man. All right, man. Thanks for taking my call. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. I think he had some good points. If you want to jump off of that, talking about the Warriors, they're an interesting team because I think it honestly is true that people hate the Warriors because of how successful they were, but they like do you hate the Warriors because of how they built their team? Because I don't think you can. Like they they've done a good job of keeping their guys and they've done a good job of making sure that these guys uh stay within the organization. You know, after their win in game five, Brian Windhorst called it a checkbook win. I get what he's saying to an extent. I, I get where he's saying they went into the luxury tax and they did all these different things that you know, other franchises aren't necessarily willing to do, and they were willing to pay the extra money to keep these guys. But I, I have a hard time getting mad at an organization for keeping guys that they drafted around. You know, that's what you wanted. You wanted the Bucks to keep P.J. Tucker. Now, they didn't draft P.J. Tucker. I understand that, but you wanted the Bucks to continue to go into the luxury tax to keep P.J. So why, why are we going to get mad at the Warriors for spending money to keep their own guys. Tonight's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, a decisive game for the Celtics. Are these guys going to be up for the challenge? Because they're, they're going to be a tough team again next year for the Bucks, no matter what. You know, whether they win or not, they're going to be tough. They, they've seemed to play better this year when they're backed up against the wall. This Celtics team doesn't ever do a good job of setting themselves up in a position to or when they're put in a position to succeed and they're put in a position of being in the for- forefront and having an opportunity to kind of close things out and put themselves in an easy position. They never seem to do it. You know, they had an opportunity to give themselves a 3-1 lead. They didn't take advantage. They had an opportunity to give themselves the 3-2 lead headed back home to Boston. Couldn't do it again. They've got to come out ready to play tonight. I'm interested to see if... They're going to be able to continue to keep Steph Curry in check. You know, they did a really good job of following him around the floor, making sure he never got an open look. You know, as opposed to early in the series, they kind of continue to play this drop coverage on him where you'd have the screener try to go over, obviously, as you have to do with every Steph Curry screen. And then they'd have whoever was going to be the 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 hedge guy whether it's Horford or Robert Williams they were too far off and he'd come off and he'd knock down the shot and they did a better job in game 5 where they kind of had a guy just trailing him falling him around the entire floor and that's why Steph Curry struggled 
But in turn, you had these other guys really step up. You had, as Bram brought up, the, the other shooters on this team really step up, whether it was Clay, whether it was Draymond, whether it was Andrew Wiggins who played really well, and some of these other guys, Gary Payton, Jordan Poole, those guys really stepped up. You know, you got Jordan Poole, the the local Milwaukee guy, and Kevon Looney. I think a lot of people are cheering for the Warriors to win this, not only because the Celtics are the Celtics and knocked out the Bucks, but because of those guys on the Warriors. And I'm excited to see, you know, even if the Warriors win, even though I pick the Celtics, so to speak. I, I think I was going off of who I thought was the best team, and you know that that's where I saw it going. I saw either the Bucks or the Celtics winning that series and going on to win the NBA Finals. I can understand why people <laughs> don't like that take of mine. But I, I think you're going to see tonight where the Warriors are going to come out ready to go. They're a championship basketball team. They see an opportunity in front of them. They understand that if you've got two shots at it, you don't necessarily want to have to depend on the winner-go-home game at Game 7 at home. They want to win this thing in six. They've got an opportunity to close this thing out in front of them, and they're going to take full advantage of that if they can. Whereas the Celtics team, now they understand their backs are against the wall. Does that mean these guys are going to play better? Is Jason Tatum going to be up to the challenge? Jason Tatum, you know, we talked about this not that long ago on the big show. Is he the next ascending superstar? Well, these are your chances to be the ascending superstar. These are your chances to put your name uh, alongside some of those Celtics greats, really. You can try and win a championship right now. You have the opportunity. This is how you cement your legacy as one of the greatest in franchise history. This is how you cement your legacy as one of the greatest in league history is by showing up in these sort of situations. Is he going to be able to do that? Is Jalen Brown going to be able to give you something else, something more than he gave you in Game 5? He'd been good up until that point in the series. He didn't give you a whole lot in Game 5. I think Robert Williams has been really good in this series. I think the only other question out of this thing is, did Andrew Wiggins play well enough to even be considered over Steph Curry for Finals MVP? I would say no. Tim, do you, there's no way that anyone else but Steph is winning Finals MVP at this point, right? Like, it's just got to be Steph. Right. right. You're, you're 100% right. It's, yeah. it's Steph. And I don't, I don't think It'd it It'd be crazy if anyone else wins it. It would have to be such a large gap for anyone else to win it because Andrew Wiggins would have to go off for another, you know, 30-point night and Steph would struggle again because the narrative is... Steph would have to struggle again, Andrew Wiggins another 30-point game, and maybe, maybe a game-winning shot to win the title. Yeah, that's then, true. Yeah. Then you might have to look. Yeah, you, yeah, that would be closer. But even so, the narrative has been that Steph Curry's never won a Finals MVP and this is his chance. And let's be honest, they're not in the situation for... Andrew Wiggins to be big and try and win that game if Stephen Curry isn't absolutely unbelievable throughout this series. 43 points earlier in this, I don't think there's any way that you can pick anyone other than Stephen Curry at this point. It's still Steph. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.